Welcome to Mindset and Money Mastery for Photographers, the podcast. We help overwhelmed photographers make more money while simplifying their business by mastering their, you guessed it, mindset and money. Tune in each week for practical and actionable tips to take your photography business up a notch. Let's dive right in. Today's episode is for those of you that feel like, hey, I'm just starting out. I'm in the first few years of my business. There is no way on earth I can charge those prices. I am not good enough. I'm not experienced enough. People will never want to pay me that because I haven't been doing this long enough. If those types of thoughts are crossing your mind, or if those are things you are thinking about, then this episode is something for you. And even if you're not sure that you're having those thoughts right now, this might still be an episode to consider listening to because it might give you a new perspective on pricing yourself and the value that you have as a photographer. The first thing I want to tell you today is that you are worthy and you are worth it. You are worthy and you are worth it. You're worthy of being paid a ton of money because you are talented. Your time and your talent is just as valuable as my time and talent. Even if you've only been doing this for six months, even if you've only been doing this for a week, if you can take a photo that's in focus and relatively decently exposed and you can guide and direct your client and help them look beautiful, you are worth it. You should be paid well for your work, even if you are just starting out. The second thing I want to tell you is that you should be setting your prices now for where you want to be, not tomorrow, but years down the road. So when you set your pricing, when you're trying to figure out what to charge, I want you to think about the long game. I want you to think about where you want to be five years down the road. I want you to think about your big goals, your big dreams. In a perfect world, if you close your eyes right now and you think like, what do I want to be making in my business to live the life I want to live, to do this full time? to go on vacations, to buy myself the dang horse. How much money do you need to be making from each and every client to be able to live that life? How much money do you need to be making a year in your business to live that life and do what you want to do? Even if that number is five years down the road for you or feels like it's five years down the road for you, I'm going to encourage you to set your pricing now for where you want to be five years down the road. And you're probably thinking, that's insane, Corinda. There's no way that works. But I'm going to tell you, if you don't do that, you are going to be constantly reinventing your pricing. You're going to be constantly getting to the end of the year and saying, man, I didn't quite get there. Or man, I didn't make enough to do this. Or man, I I met my goal, but now I have to go further. So I'm going to have to change my pricing. I'm going to have to make adjustments. And you're going to be constantly on the hamster wheel, as I like to say, of changing your pricing, of making adjustments, of raising things up. Instead, if you just bite the bullet right now and you set your pricing for where you want to be five years down the road, you're going to get there faster. You're going to do less reinventing and you're going to have to work a lot less to get there. So you might be saying, but like, are people going to pay those prices? Yes, a hundred percent they're going to pay those prices. But here's the difference. When you are just starting out and you set those prices to where you want to be years down the road, it might mean that you're making less money, 
But the reason you're making less money is because maybe you have less clients. Maybe it's because your clients are buying smaller pieces of art. So maybe you're selling 11 by 14s and 16 by 20s in the beginning because maybe you don't have the sales skills to sell bigger. Or maybe it's because your work isn't good enough yet for somebody to want a 60 inch portrait of themselves on the wall. Or maybe your processes aren't in place well enough to help people see or visualize what that 60 inch portrait could look like on their wall. So you're going to sell smaller art in the beginning. You might also be selling less pieces of art because maybe you're selling one piece of art to every client instead of a series, or maybe you're only selling for one room instead of selling for multiple rooms. It's not that your pricing changes. You just become better at selling bigger wall art and more wall art and wall art for more rooms as you get better and as you grow as a photographer. And as your work becomes stronger, people are more likely to want to put those giant big pictures of themselves on the wall. It might mean that maybe you don't sell as many albums in the beginning. Maybe you have that album on your price list, but maybe the way you're photographing your clients and the flow you're using during your sessions isn't strong enough yet to have a client that's ready to fall in love with 30 portraits that are going to go in an album. Maybe in the beginning, your clients are going to buy five portraits as small prints. And then as you get better, they'd start buying 15. And then maybe one day they start buying 20. And then maybe one day you're selling albums with 20 or 30 or 40 portraits in them to your clients and you're making more money. Not because you changed your pricing, but simply because you became a better photographer. You became a better salesperson. You started asking the right questions. You started planting the seeds for the possibility for your clients to buy an album with you. And you start selling more albums. So your sales averages go up. That's what you need to keep in mind. Set your pricing where it needs to be. Stop thinking I'm not good enough. Stop thinking I'm not experienced enough. Stop thinking my work isn't as good as so-and-so's work. It doesn't matter. Can I tell you something? In all honesty, your clients... They don't know if your pictures are in focus. They don't know if your pictures are properly exposed. They don't know if your pictures are lit the right way. They don't know if you follow the composition rules. They don't know or care if you chop off body parts in weird places. But what your clients do know and what they do see is portraits of them and their family or their spouse or their pony or their dog. They don't see these technical things, nor do they care. So stop being so hard on yourself about the quality of your work because the quality of your work has very little to do with how much money you can make as a photographer and the clients you're booking. They don't care. I will tell you this. Some of the best photographers I know make no money. Some of the best photographers I know go out of business after a few years. Some of the worst photographers I know, people whose pictures I think, ooh, I would never hire them. They make the most money. They stay in business the longest. Their clients are the happiest. Being successful in the photography business world has nothing to do with the quality of your work. It has everything to do with your knowledge and your skills as a business owner. That's why talented photographers don't make it. That's why having pretty pictures is not everything in this world. That's why you need to be charging what you're worth. You need to be charging your clients for your time and your energy and your efforts 
You need to be setting your pricing for where you want to be so you can get there faster. Don't feel like just because you're starting out or your work isn't good enough, you don't deserve to be paid well. I have a coaching client who literally started her business like months before we started working together. And she went through the process and she set her prices and she was like, this is big and this is scary. And I've never done this before. I've never even had a paying client. And guess what? That's okay. Because her first paying clients that she had paid her thousands of dollars. I think her first paying client was like three or $4,000. And she had literally only been holding a camera in her hand for a few months before we started working together. I have a coaching client who we were talking about this idea and she said, setting my prices for where they needed to be down the road, where I thought I needed to be down the road was everything. Every year I was looking at my pricing and I was making adjustments, making changes and thinking like, man, I need to raise these. I didn't meet my goals. I need to adjust. I need to tweak. And she was like, I feel so good knowing that my business is set up in a way that I can kind of just leave it and make little tweaks over time. And I can stop reinventing my pricing and my systems and my workflow to get to the next place. I know that I'm working towards my end goal now. And also, I'm getting there so much faster. So remember this. Remember that it is not about where you feel like you are worthy. What you feel like you're worth. It's really about business. It's about numbers. It's about knowing your numbers, knowing where you need to be. If I say to you right now, How much money do you need to make per client to meet your income goals? Do you know that number? You should know exactly how much money you need to make per client. You should know that maybe you need to make $4,200 and you need five clients per month. And that's your end goal. If you can hit that goal, you're going to be able to put $100,000 in your pocket every year. And that's where you want to be. And you should know that you can set up your business in a way that's going to get you there. You should know that you can take action to get there. And maybe that big goal scares you a bit, but I want you to always keep that big goal in mind. If you're the type of person that a really large goal freaks you out, the first thing I want to tell you is that science has proven that having a big goal means you are more likely to achieve that goal and get closer to that goal. Okay. So this is a scientific fact that you should have big goals and you should have goals that are down the road kind of like one day I would love to get here. And you should make all the decisions in your business based on that goal. But I want you to know that it's okay if you only get 30% of the way there this year. It's okay if maybe you get two clients a month that are paying you $2,500 a piece this year. And next year you get three clients a month that are paying you $3,500 a piece. And then the next year you get four clients a month that are paying you $4,200 a piece. It's okay if it takes you time to get there but you're on the path. You're not having to constantly make pivots and changes and adjustments that are huge and different. You can make little tweaks as you go to get closer. You can perfect your skills, but also I'm going to tell you, you could just get there tomorrow if you just do the work and you do it the right way and you learn what you need to do to get there. So it's not saying that it's going to take you years. You might be surprised and you might be able to get there tomorrow with the right tools. And the right ability to go do the big, scary thing. Because sometimes it does take doing the big, scary thing to get there. Okay. Looking to create more magic in your business? Make sure you join us over in Your Magic Year. Your Magic Year is our new year-long program designed to help give you direction and guidance as you move throughout the next year in your business. 
together, we're going to work through a quest each and every month. We're going to have a magical training every month to give you guidance and direction. But most importantly, you're going to be surrounded in a community of people that are also working towards the same goals as yourself so you don't have to feel alone. Check out the link in the show notes. So set your pricing for it needs to be. The other thing I want to tell you is that in the beginning, when you feel like you cannot charge these prices, you see everyone else charging. I want you to remember this really important principle. There is such a thing as being too cheap. If you are too cheap, people are going to think there's something wrong with you. And if you're going out there and you're starting out and you are just too cheap, people are going to say, what's wrong with that? There must be something wrong with it. I don't want to book with her. She's the cheapest. She must not be good. You could be the best, most talented photographer in the world, but if you are too cheap, people will still not book with you. You could also be in the bubble with your pricing, meaning you could be priced just like everybody else, but because you're priced like everybody else, you're not standing out. How does that sound? That's crazy. We have a whole podcast episode just about this particular idea. It's called why being the most expensive is not a bad thing. And you see, sometimes people judge things just by the price. So if somebody's shopping around for a photographer and they see a bunch of people's websites and you're all priced about the same, nobody's going to stand out. But the people that do stand out to them are the least expensive and the most expensive. So sometimes being more expensive can actually help you stand out even in those early years. People assume that because you're expensive, you're good and you're worth it. And people will want to work with you solely based on the fact that you're expensive. Think about the last time you went shopping for something and you were like, I don't know what's good, what's bad. Well, that's real expensive, so it must be really good. Maybe I should just buy that one. Have any of you ever done that? I know I have. You associate price with value. You associate price with how good something is. So there's a chance that when you're just starting out, if you go too low with your pricing, you are not going to be able to attract clients because you're not going to stand out. Or if you're the cheapest one out there, they're going to think there's something wrong with you. So keep that in mind as you're building your business. Don't be the cheapest. And honestly, don't be priced like everyone else. Be different. Stand out. Don't be afraid to be expensive even in the beginning. The next thing I want to tell you is that when you're setting your pricing for your session fees and things, there is a method that you can use to warm clients up to your price. Okay. Because if you start in the beginning with a really low session fee and really low prices, and over time you're raising your price and raising your price and raising your price, you're going to have Susie down the road that you did photos for. And she's going to say, Hey, Corinda did my photos and they were so cheap and they were so good. I only paid like $200. But when Susie's friend comes to you and all of a sudden your price is $400, Susie's friend's going to be like, wait, Susie only paid 200. So it's very easy to create issues as you grow and to have really bad growing pains simply by the fact that you're constantly raising your prices, trying to figure out how to make money as you get better. So what I really recommend doing is in the beginning, set your session fees where you want them to be. Set them where you think they should be five years down the road. And in the beginning, you can offer a small discount as you're building, okay? So what this looks like is, hey, I'm just starting out. I'm starting out photographing seniors. The first person to book a senior portrait session is going to get their session at 50% off and cut your session fee in half. And then when you're talking to the person, say, hey, my session fee is normally $600. 
But because I'm working on building my portfolio for senior portraits, I'm going to give you 50% off your session fee. And then the next person that books, give them 40% off. And then the next person that books, give them 30% off. And the next person, 20% off and so on until you're charging your full price. Warm up to your full price as you get better, as you grow, as you get more sessions under your belt. But always tell people, this is my full price but I'm building my portfolio, I'm learning, I'm new, so I'm offering you a discount because of that. That is a great way to avoid Susie's friend coming to you and saying, well, Susie said it was cheap. Instead, what Susie's gonna say to her friend is, hey, I worked with this great photographer. She was new in her business, so I did get a bit of a discount. So kind of keep that in mind. But like she was really good and like I paid like $300, but I think I got a discount because she was new and she was starting out. I think her normal session fee is like $600 or something. So when Susie's friend comes to you and your session fee is $600, she understands that your session fee is $600 and that Susie got a good deal because she was able to work with you for a discounted rate because you were still building your portfolio and your business at the stage that she worked with you. In the wedding industry, I used this method when I was starting my wedding business. I would actually raise my wedding fees. Every wedding I booked, I'd bump my fees up for my weddings. So I'd book a wedding and it was like $2,000. And then the next one, I'd book it at $2,500. And the next one, I'd book it like $3,000. And the next one, I'd book it $3,500. Because every wedding I got underneath my belt, I knew that I was getting better. And I knew that I was more experienced. And I knew that I could justify charging more money. So I just gradually over time was raising my wedding prices up in that first year every time I booked a wedding. So don't be afraid to set your prices, but offer an introductory or a portfolio building discount on your session fee. Now, you don't have to discount your products. Remember, when your work isn't quite as good, they're going to buy less and they might buy smaller things. But that doesn't mean that you have to discount your products. Your products are still worth it. They should still be paying you for those products. And you know what? If they don't want them, they don't have to buy them. But there's no need to discount your products. There's no need to discount your art. There's no need to discount your albums or your wall art or anything like that. Charge your prices for those things. And if you're listening to this and you're like, charging for products, I have no idea what to charge. What is Corinne talking about? I want to kind of set you on the right path. So most of the time, people are marking up their products around four or five times. Your cost of goods that's recommended is anywhere from 15 to 25%, depending on who you talk to in the photography world. So that means if something costs you like $20, you're selling it for $100. If something costs you $100, you're selling it for $500. And if you're hearing these numbers and you're freaking out and you're like, where does this come from? Why is she marking these things up so much? Because it costs money to run a business. And when that money comes in your pocket, you got to remember a part of it's going out for taxes right away. Part of it's going to your expenses. Part of it is paying your paycheck every month. And part of it's paying for the product. So you need to be marking up those products to account for all of the things you have to pay for in your business. If you go back in the podcast and listen to the episode called What Should My Session Fee Be? We break down this in really great detail and break down this whole idea of what I should be charging my clients and where the money goes in your business, which will help you understand this. So don't be afraid to set your session fee, but put it out there in the world. And then if you need to offer a bit of a discount as you're building, 
offer a discount for one or two sessions and then offer less of a discount for one or two sessions and then less and then less until you're charging your full prices. You don't need to work for free guys. And the other thing I want to share with you today is don't give away your digitals. Don't give away your products. Don't give away your photos. Those are your gold guys. When you're building your business and you're doing these sessions to build your portfolio and you're doing these sessions to really get good at what you're doing and you're practicing, you don't have to give away the farm. You can and should be making money as you're building your portfolio. Gifting somebody a credit to use towards one or two photos is more than enough. You don't need to gift all of their digitals. You don't need to gift 10 images. You don't need to even gift five images. So stop giving away the farm when you're building your business and building your portfolio. It is not good for you. It is not paying your bills. And it is not good for the industry. This is a huge, huge thing in the photography world. Somebody once upon a a time decided that we should just all be giving away our photos when we're building our portfolios because we don't deserve to be paid. That's crazy. You deserve to be paid for your work and your time and your talent and your energy, even when you're building your portfolio. So come up with smart ways to get clients through your door without sounding desperate. Come up with ways to still make money and give yourselves opportunity to make more money as you're building your portfolio. Our podcast episode that's called I Cannot Even Give Away a Free Session is a great episode to listen to about this topic. Um, we break down this idea of how to really get started and how to build your portfolio and spin it in a way that you do not sound desperate and that does not hurt the industry. So Go out there, build your portfolio in a smart way and get paid well for doing it. I hope all of these things we've covered today help you look at your business and your pricing when you're just getting started in a whole new manner. And I am here to tell you that each and every one of you, no matter how long you've been in business, no matter how long you've been holding a camera in your hand, no matter how experienced or inexperienced you feel, you deserve to be paid well. You deserve to be paid for your time and your talent and your energy. You deserve to charge those prices for your images and you should not accept working for free. Nobody else puts up with working for free. So why is it that photographers have created this idea that we should just work for free in the beginning? Are you not going to go to a job and work for free because it's fun? So why are you working in your business for free? Stop accepting these bad, negative things that have been brought into the photography industry and start to realize that you can be paid well. You should be paid well. You can charge prices that will make you money and support your family and your life that you want to live. And you do not have to give things away for free, even in the beginning. Let's change the narrative here, guys. And let's start to be paid well, even in the beginning. And whenever you meet a new photographer that's coming into this industry, share this with them. Help them see the light. Help them see that they don't have to work for free. Help them see that they can build their portfolio and be paid well and set their prices. That they don't have to work for pennies because it's not fun working for pennies. You know that. I know that. I remember those days. So go out there, charge your prices and go start making money as a photographer, even if you're just in the beginning of your journey. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please make sure you share it on social media or leave a rating and review. As always, you can check out the links and resources in the show notes over at masteryourmindmoney.com. 
To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at MasterYourMindMoney. And don't forget to join our free Facebook group, Photography Business Tune-Up with Corinda K. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.